I'm S-I-N-G-L-E again. Y'all start hanging out the window with my wretched ass friends. I'm L-R-E. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Soulful Expressions of Brie Love. I am your homegirl, Brie Love. As you know, I talk about everything from life, love, sex, and relationships. In today's episode, we're talking about spotting red flags while dating. All right? I'm asking that you put your triggers to the side, have an open mind. Go grab your drinks, because you know I got mine. And come catch a vibe with your girl. Let's get it. You are listening to Fuck Nigga Free. Period. What is up, everybody? What's up, my beautiful people? I know we started out the podcast intro a little ratchet, but it's necessary, okay? So I hope you guys are doing great and amazing. It is currently 11.37 p.m. August 25th, 2022. I hope you guys are doing great. I'm doing great myself. Little check-in. Doing great. I'm awesome. I'm I'm just happy still. Still loving my new job. Um currently back dating. You know, you know we love that, okay? It's going nice, it's going good, it's going healthy. We're asserting our boundaries, standing in our power, standing in our unconditional self-love. I'm keeping up with that. I'm staying consistent with that. And I'm proud of myself for that. So let me know how you guys are doing. Let me know three things that you're grateful for. If you want to interact with me, let me know. Comment on Spotify. Um, comment on Instagram. Connect with me always. Love underscore no limit. So let's see. I'm going to just start this off with saying three things I'm grateful for. Um, I am grateful for the relationships I've been cultivating lately. Lately, I've been really... um, I've been attracting healthy people in my life. Like healthy friendships, thriving friendships evolutionary friendships like I'm meeting a lot of people that are in the mental health field so I'm loving that like I'm in the mental health field myself I'm in the sexual health field as well and I think that when you evolve and you graduate to different levels in your life um, of healing of understanding awakening self-development you're gonna attract that you know in your circle um i've always had a small circle of my healthy tribe of girlfriends and even guy friends so to be able to grow that is phenomenal and i'm grateful for that another sec another thing i'm grateful for number two i'm grateful to be working in a field that i love with amazing people 
and having the opportunity to grow in this field and learn. So that's pretty amazing. And I am grateful for all my love lessons. I am so grateful. Like, I've reached that point in my life where I look at things differently now. I'm like, okay. I used to have that victim mentality. Like, why the fuck is this happening to me? Bad shit's always happening to me. And of course, bad shit's going to continue to happen to you if you keep that mindset. So I adopted the mindset of, you know what? What was I supposed to learn from this? Because I've definitely taken some L's in love and life. But you know what I do with them L's? I flip them bitches, turn them bitches into stairs. And use them as a stepping stool to lessons. We create lessons out of our, out of our losses, for sure. That's the mindset I'm keeping up. So, yeah. Um, do I have a life date up, a life update for you guys? Um, not so much. I don't, mm, not so much. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I did say I'm dating. I like that. I like that I'm dating. Like, it's, it's nice. Like, it's nice when things feel healthy and happy and the communication's pretty good, you know? So, I'm enjoying that. I went on a really nice date. Um, They took me to, they surprised me um, with a trip. Not a trip, goodness. That's coming soon, too, though, for sure. Um, They they surprised me with a beautiful dinner at, um, um, what's it called? Fuck. Um, Oh, Castaway. Castaway. So nice. Beautiful restaurant in Burbank, California. If you're from L.A., definitely got to hit up that spot because it's a, it's a vibe, okay? Then took me to the beach. It was a nice time. Very nice time. So, yeah. But right now, I'm dating. That means that could mean one person. That could mean five people. That can mean two people. That can mean one people. Whatever. I'm dating. I feel like it's healthy to date multiple people until you find the person that, you know, just sets your soul on fire. The person that you're like, you know what? I want to see where this goes. I always have this running joke, like I keep a starting five. (laughs) Sometimes true. Um, Right now, not the case. Excuse me. But I'm having fun. Enjoying life. It's good. It feels good to be treated well. It's so funny, you guys. So funny little story time. Not even so much a story time. The last person I dated, she had the nerve to tell me or ask me twice on two different occasions. Don't I spoil you too? And it's not, it wasn't a question like I felt like. She was genuinely asking for clarity. I felt like she was asking in a boastful way. Like, like it's without a question. And I don't know if I mentioned last episode. I did. I did mention it. And I thought about that. After I recorded the episode, I thought about that. And I was like, Brittany, you know what it's like to be treated good. You know what it's like to be spoiled. Okay? Like... For example, last year, 
this girl that I was talking to took me to Mastro's. Beautiful dinner. Very nice. Bill was like 600. <laughs> Easy. I don't even know if that included tip. Um, and then spent like $200 perfume on me. Like, and I'm not saying spoiling has to be in a materialistic way. Because I love spoiling in a way of like showering me with love and affection, compliments. Tailor my my love language, you know? Do that. That's spoiling too. I had another one of my exes. She bought me a freaking star in the sky. Like, there's literally a star in the sky with that has my name on it. Like, I have the coordinates to match. Like, that's such a beautiful, thoughtful gift. And I'm not even, like, gifts is not even my love language. It's not. It's like the bottom. But I've had like one of my exes. This is I consider this spoiling me. She like she got me a pair of Gucci glasses. That's that's not what I was going to say, but I'm just going to put that in there. She bought me a pair of Gucci glasses on our first meetup just as like a a thank you. I was thinking about you cuz her way of loving was gift-giving, but I had to let her know like I don't need all that. But the way she spoiled me was when I was sick, she sent me a whole care package. And when I drove to see her all the way in San Francisco, she literally got back in my car with me while it was pouring raining. I mean, raining cats and dogs. And I had to drive from San Francisco back to Los Angeles. Six-hour drive. Drove with me to L.A. and had to be with work the next day. Got on a plane and went back to um, San Francisco. Like, that's spoiling me. I really forgot that I know what it's like to be treated good. Granted, these people ended up being toxic. But still, like, women, like, buying me roses, buying me flowers. Like, that's a small token to spoil your girl. Or just just small gestures. Like, and I thought about it. Like, this girl, like, what the fuck did she do for me? Shit, she ain't do shit. Oh, you rubbed my feet one time. That was cute. Okay. <laughs> what did you do to spoil me, girl? Like, the fuck? Um, being thoughtful, you know? If I tell you I like something, you just... And it, like I said, it, I swear it does not have to be materialistic. But it could be something so simple. Like, I tell you my favorite color is teal, turquoise. And you get me something in that color or... You know I like to journal. You buy me journals. Like, you buy me a cookbook because you know I like to cook. Like, and again, I know I'm talking about materialistic shit, but let me think on, on my head. Like, like I said, love and affection, that's that's spoiling. Um, sacrificing when you know you have to do something, but you know that I want quality time and you give that to me. That's spoiling. Come on out. So anyway, it's a little small little story time slash rant, but whatever. I had to get that out because I'm like, this bitch did not spoil me. And I'm mad that I kind of bit my tongue. Like, I really swear, I feel like she thought she was like <laughs> God's gift to me or something. Uh, and it was more like Satan's. Yeah. 
because you was a headache. But anyway, <laughs> let's get into this episode. We're going to be talking about red flags while dating. Stay tuned. I'll see you guys on the next clip. I was listening to Amber from Amber's Closet on YouTube speak about, you know, how to be accountable, how to be an accountable person, especially in relationships. And she brought up um, four steps to being accountable. You see it, you own it, you solve it, and then you do it. So what that might look like is, you know what, like I said before, baby, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I made you feel that way. I'm sorry I hurt your feelings. I acknowledge that. That was not my intentions to do that. Like, let's fix it. How? What can I do to fix it? And you guys go from there. You guys communicate. You can definitely tell your story, but you can't start off with that. Because then you're making it about yourself. What's, which is going to make that person feel like they don't even matter. So many times I've been with people who lacked accountability. And it made me feel inadequate. It made me feel like they don't give a fuck. It made me feel like they just want to be the victim. They want to make excuses. No, we're grown. Take responsibility for your shit, period. So that's kind of two and three red flags in one. Oh, a person, number four, a person who is not truthful. A person who tells even like the littlest lies, things that they didn't even have to necessarily lie about. There's What's the point in that? I feel like a person who is going to tell little lies is going to tell the big ones too. Why? Like, really? I always tell people trust is like balling up a piece of paper and then trying to flatten it out. And make it nice and crisp and clean again. It's not the same. Once trust is gone, the relationship is not the same. So watch out for those people that tell you little lies. It's easy to kind of shrug off a little lie. I understand sometimes there may be times where maybe a little white lie is acceptable. But don't don't make light out of that at all. Uh... Let's see. Number five. Unable to take healthy criticism. Hmm. You know, everyone says they want someone to be real and be honest, but the truth is not everybody can handle the truth when it comes to themselves. It's not easy hearing the truth. That's why I am forever grateful for my first love because he taught me what it's like to be with someone who is honest with you, even when, if it, even when it hurts your feelings. He would tell me this because he cared. He wanted me to be a better person. He saw where I fucked up at. He gave me the truth so I can course correct. And I did that. And I'm a sensitive person, okay? I'm a highly sensitive person. It's actually a, a mental health term. Like, it's real health, like, highly sensitive people. We're not going to get into that. I digress. But, however, I want to be with someone who can take criticism. Seriously. Like, I remember one of my exes, I was having a conversation with her, the last one. 
And she was talking about talking negatively about these people that she feels like weren't really her friends, wasn't really her supportive support system. And her response to that was, well, I'm just going to be an asshole now. I got to move like that. And I told her, I said, why do you have to change who you are? Why do you have to be that way towards people? Why not just remove yourself from their lives? Excuse me. She didn't have room to really grasp the concept that I was giving her. She got defensive. She made excuses. Didn't really have an open mind to really hearing me out. Because why would you want to surround yourself with people who don't support you? If I, if I peep game that somebody does not support me, that someone is a silent hater, a fraud, I remove myself. I don't want that in my life. And to segue into the next one, which I think is number six, Number six, a person who has a negative circle of friends or family around them. I tell everybody, like, whoever I'm dating, when you meet my friends, if you are so blessed enough to meet my circle of friends, you're going to see a piece of me in each and every one of them because we all come from a place of love, come from a place of respect, realness um we 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 pick each other up you know like I have a strong group of friends that I'm truly grateful for because I don't like we just we're just dope man like and I think that's I think that is a big reason for my my healing you know, my friends have helped heal me. And I'm forever grateful for that. So a person who has a a negative circle around them, because it's like if something happens between you guys and your relationship, right? That group of friends is gonna be that who that person runs to. And if he or she has that person in their ear, like, well, talking shit and that nigga ain't shit and that bitch ain't shit and you should have left that bitch, like that's what they're gonna be surrounded by. I don't I don't I don't think that's a good thing. That's like that's a bad John. Like <laughs> I I I pay attention to whoever I'm dating, who their friends are, who's in their ear. Are they a good person? How do they treat other people? You know, like no, I don't want to be around negativity. You have to be careful about the circle that you keep because you become that. And another, like, 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 a, um, another step to this, not step, what am I trying to say? Another, um, red flag that lies next to this is a person who doesn't have any friends at all. I think that's a red flag. Like, you ain't got one friend. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Who's your go-to person besides God? Who's your go-to person besides, I don't know, your mom? Like, do you not really have a friend in your, who's going to tell you you're fucking up? you making a mistake? Like, no. 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 That's a red flag to me. All right, moving forward. 
I believe this is number seven. Another red flag that you should never ignore. How they treat other people. Okay? Pay attention to how people treat, how, how the person that you're dating treats other people. I, I tell people all the time, a person can treat me like a fucking princess, goddess, whatever. But if I see them treating other people disrespectfully, um, red flag. Red flag on the play, okay? Because that is such a turnoff to me. I'm a big person that's on that's big on respect. Y'all know that. I preach that all the time. But I like a person who's kind-hearted and polite, you know? That's definitely, if you don't think that's going to seep into your relationship, your potential relationship, you're mistaken. If a person that I'm with, let's say we're at a nice restaurant, they're treating me good, whatever, saying sweet things, whatever. And then they treat the waitress disrespectfully, like she's not a human being, turn off. Red flag. Because I'm pretty sure eventually you'll start thinking that it's okay to treat me like that too. And if you don't address that with the person, it will happen. Definitely. What's this? Who's to say that you're not going to treat my fam- friends or family with disrespect? That's something you need to address so that they can correct it and see that within themselves. Not okay. Not okay at all. Uh, let's see. That's number seven. Number eight. Uh, a person who doesn't get excited for the things when, when good things happen for you or lacks interest in the things that you're interested in. I remember the last person I dated, she did not seem that like she was interested in in what I had going on at all. Like my podcast or my business or even interested in my previous relationships to see why I am the way I am. Or interested to see or or even interested in hearing me out when I say, look, this triggered me because it, it reminded me of something that negatively happened to me. Like, no interest at all. Or even like when I got my new job, she was like, oh, congratulations. She was congratulatory. Whatever. Is that a word? Congrat- congrat- congratulatory. We gonna make it a word today. <laughs> my friends made it a big deal because they knew it was a big deal for me. Her, not so much. It was always about her. Very much self-centered. We don't like that. Not at all. All right, moving on. Another red flag. A person who doesn't know how to be single. Doesn't know how to be alone. Like, if you're caught, and this goes for me too, because I used to be like this too. I used to just jump from one relationship to the next, and that's me not wanting to cope with the shit that I was previously going through. So I distract myself with someone else and then I end up going and getting into another relationship. That's not healthy. You're going to bring your ba- your past baggage into something new. And that's that's just giving off toxic, toxicity. Um, a person who can't be alone 
Because when you're alone, that's when you're supposed to learn yourself. That's when you're supposed to learn and heal from the things that hurt you. So you can be better. So you don't have to go through the same cycle over and over and over again. And and continue with the same patterns of negativity, of destruction. We're all about self-development over here. We were constantly trying to graduate to new heights, new levels of healing, of learning, of evolving. So if a person can't be alone, if you can't just be alone, I'm like, if you can't, if you don't enjoy your own company, what makes you think I'm going to enjoy your company? <coughs> and I'm going to segue this into another red flag. <coughs> Excuse me. Let me get a drink of water. A person who is constantly bringing up their ex and it's always negative. This also ties into self-accountability. My question to people when I'm first dating them, getting to know them, I'm, I want to know what did you learn in your past relationship? Where do you think your mistakes lied? Where, where, where do you think you could have done better? Because that's a question where they have to really think about their, themselves and take accountability and not put everything on that one person because it takes two to tango okay and of course it's possible to be in a really negative toxic relationship and that person was toxic and you really tried your hardest to hold on and to to make it work but we all can improve somewhere somehow some way so a person who's always bringing up their ex and talking down about them that's a red flag to me. To me, I will tell you the bad shit that my ex did to me. But one thing I'm not going to do is talk down on them in the process. Because there's ways to tell your story without putting putting the other person down. That's also respect for me too. I may not talk to some of my exes anymore. I may have, I've had toxic relationships where someone just did me so dirty. But what I'm not going to do is talk down about them. I'm not going to call them a bitch like in a derogatory way. Of course, I sometimes refer to people as bitches, but I'm not being derogatory about it. So if a person's constantly bringing up that baggage, that's going to spill over into your relationship that you're trying to cultivate and create. It's going to be very unhealthy. And then that person, that also shows me that that person hasn't healed from that, that past relationship. Because what did I tell you guys in the beginning? Coming from a different mindset of, you know what? I'm happy I learned from that situation. Instead of, well, this, they did this and they did that and well, they did this. I tell what really started me off on my healing journey was realizing that, fuck, I keep getting with these people that treat me wrong. I was the common denominator. What, what, was, the, what was I giving off that allowed them to treat me this way? There's something that I'm not doing. I'm obviously not loving myself enough. So that I'm always taking accountability for me. So that I can course correct. So I don't bring that into other situations or relationships. Um, And sometimes we do that unknowingly. That's why you need to address it at the forefront. Because sometimes we don't realize the things we're saying and doing. And how that can affect the person that we're trying to potentially get in a relationship with. While we're dating them. So that's definitely a red flag for me. And it should be for you too. All right, let's see. I think we're almost done, guys. Let's see. What else do I need to cover? Um, 
Um, also, you know what? I also think it's a red flag if a person has been single for way too long. I feel like it could be a good thing. It could be also a questionable thing. My ex was... Not my ex. She she does not have the... the what am I trying to say? The ability or the luxury of calling herself my ex. But the last person I dated was single for five years. I thought that was like, why are you single for five years? Like she, her reason was, yeah, I'm really big on my peace. I was like, okay, I like that. Like she was giving healed energy. And then as I really took time to get to know her, I started to question like, hmm, why have, why, why have you been single for five years? I see why now nobody's going to tolerate your bullshit. There's some things that you still need to grow and heal and evolve from. There's some things that you need to really fix within yourself. Like, go talk to a therapist. Like, are you okay? <laughs> and especially, like, if someone's been alone for so long, it's going to be an adjustment to being with someone all the time, every day. Um... So, because it's not just them anymore. It's them and another person that they're bringing into their lives. That, that That's a part of their daily routine. And if they don't know how to adjust, if they don't know how to involve you into that, that can turn out to be toxic as well. So, I believe that's it. That's enough red flags for tonight. I hope you took heed to some of them. I hope you weren't triggered too much. Because trust me, I've I've definitely done some of these red flags myself. But I recognize it now to where I don't do it anymore. I'm really on this journey of trying to come become the best version of myself so that I can so that I can get in return what I give off I want to be able to attract someone healthy and good and loving someone that's just good for my soul because you know we hear all the time relationships are hard work and as I get older, I don't believe that. I, I believe there may be some struggles. There may be some things, some hurdles that you have to get through, get past. But it should be easy breezy with that person that you love because you both have the same understanding on things. You guys both know how to communicate. You both know how to conflict resolve. You both know how to put each other first and and take care of one another <clears throat> excuse me, when it comes to that, that person's feelings. So, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We're going to sign out in a minute. All right, you guys, that is the end of tonight's episode. I hope you are able to gain some things from it, feel enlightened, feel inspired, and really take ownership on how you plan on dating. Like, let's be really intentional about this. 
dating should be fun. Like, let's attract those positive, healed people that align with us. Align with our core values. Align with our morals, our values. So, as always, connect with me on all my socials. Bree Love underscore no limit. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please be sure to give me a review. Give me a thumbs up. I don't know what it's called. Five stars. I don't know. Child, I don't know. But leave me a review. Give me some feedback. Um, If there's some red flags that you feel like I missed, if you feel like there's some red flags that we shouldn't ignore, please comment them in this tonight's episode. You can definitely comment on Spotify for sure because I'll have a question up. There's a way for you to interact with me on there now. So please do if you're listening on Anchor, which is the link in my bio. I believe it's an Anchor link. Um, Leave me a voice note. Leave me a voice message. Um, Let me know what you thought about tonight's episode. And I love you guys. Stay safe. Stay amazing. Be blessed. Signing out. Love you guys.